Stop me if you've heard this before, Clint, but Georgia just signed an elite tight end Stop. to be part of the football. Oh, you've heard this before. All right, let's talk about that today on the Locked On Bulldogs podcast. You are Locked On Bulldogs, your daily podcast on the Georgia Bulldogs, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Everybody, welcome back. Locked On Bulldogs here on the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every single day, part of Locked On Atlanta. We want to let you guys know that we appreciate LinkedIn for today's sponsorship. Uh, get over to LinkedIn.com, post your job. They are fantastic on it. Today, Daniel, we are talking recruits a little bit more, but specifically a type of recruit that Georgia has just apparently said monopolies aren't being busted up anymore. We just let an Amazon and, and Google just do their thing. So Kirby said... What if I just monopolize the whole tight end room for the entire country? You, you know what I like to do, Clint, is okay. I like to get those orange ones. Ooh. People think you go for the expensive ones down at the end of the board. I like to get that St. James place, that Tennessee, New York Avenue. That's where your money is made right there. That's where you want to go. The, the orange, the yellow, the red, all of those mm. are going to get you the greens. They, they're going to get you money on that, on that, on that second side of the board. <laughs> Y'all, yeah. you can put you're gonna in like hotels. That. You're going to like it. Um, well, Kirby's just people, that. Speaking of people who know how to play the game, can we talk about Todd Hartley for a second? Who Ooh. is this? Who is Todd Hartley, Clint, and why has nobody hired him to be a head coach yet? What's Todd happening? Hartley got a pay raise before this recruit, and Todd said, hold on, let me understand this correctly. If I continue to do my job well, I get compensated accordingly? Okay, <laughs> hold on one second. I'll be That's right back. Not- just to be clear, Todd, that's not how it works for the rest of America. So we just be excited that you have got that opportunity. We unfortunately do not, but we are happy that you are doing the work that you are doing. Um, listen, Georgia is tight end you. I oh, think it's that goes unequivocal. Just look at the history, look at mm. the present, mm. look at everything, look at the future. Georgia is tight end you, uh, yes, period. Sir. So I don't want to hear anything from in, any differently from anyone else. But let's talk about this kid, Landon Thomas, though, Clint. He is the next in a long line of very well-pedigreed, uh, very well-constructed tight ends, Clint. Uh, this is, that this was is a, a big dude. It's a look, big dude. When we say big dude, again, I, I love recruiting stuff because every single time you look at a recruits page, um, you have no clue what the heck they actually are listed at and, and where they're at. So let me just go ahead and say what he's listed at and then probably tell you what he's listed at 6'4, 230. This kid is easily 6'5, 235, Daniel, if you look at him. Okay. Uh, he ain't no 230. Okay. Let me tell you that. Right he ain't no 6'4. This is 6'5, 235 minimum on this guy. Well-constructed, big kid. Uh, I think, what, what? where was I reading? Did he play? He played all different positions, Daniel, all over the yeah. place. Kids like this, when they're in high school, that's what they do. They just, you send them out there and he's, he, you know, he, he's doing everything because this guy is big, he's physical, he can catch the ball, and then when he gets the ball in his hands, Clint, okay. he knows how to move with it. You understand? Okay. He knows how to move it down the field. 
Okay, so maybe this is maybe this is cutting into segments two and three, and the loyal listeners, the the third segment listeners, you you got to be here this week for it. You know who you are. Be here for this because we're going to talk about tight ends at Georgia. But Daniel, there's there's something very very unique. You just listed a guy who can catch the ball, who can who can run with the ball, who's athletic, who does a little bit of everything. Where have I in six five two thirty five? Where have I seen that tape before? It feels like I was watching tape somewhere of a kid that was out like on the coast somewhere doing everything on all positions: running the ball, catching the ball, playing quarterback, running back, fullback, tight end, wide receiver. Let me correct you. He wasn't on the coast. He was in Indianapolis. It's called Lucas Oil Stadium is where he was. He was on January the 10th. He was Mm. down there in uh, in Indianapolis. And he was just out there saying, thank you, sir. I'll have this touchdown. And um, that'll be just fine. Look, Landon Thomas is uh, is a teammate of Nykar, who we got to commit for, the speedy wide receiver. They are at... They are in Colquitt County, uh, both of them together. He just committed over the weekend. Uh, this kid's a five-star, number one tight end, sixth in the state of Georgia, 27th nationally player ranked, regardless of uh, tight or regardless mm. of position. This kid has it all. He is next year's uh, recruiting class. But Daniel, this this is beyond exciting as exciting can get. And uh, we're just churning them out. Hartley is churning them out. Kirby has already said, and maybe this is the transition into that, Daniel. He has already said, hey, we want a type of offense. And we want a type of offense that, hold on just a second, scores points. Daniel? Sorry, what? That's is that what the... Hold on, let me let me let me try to encourage you. Let me let me simplify football for you, Daniel. You win by scoring more points first. Okay. Okay. Second, there is a designated unit Mm -hmm. whose job it is to score points, and then there's a designated unit to stop other teams from scoring points. This is football in a nutshell. Mm -hmm. And Kirby said, "Hey, what if I just handed you a whole lot of people that are bigger, taller?" faster than everybody else on the field, Todd Munkin. Could you score more points that way? And listen, this we're going to get into it, but it's not like there's not plenty of room for this kid on board. Todd Hartley just keeps bringing him in, but ain't, ain't none of these big-name tight ends just sitting around, riding the pine, waiting their turn. There's no such thing as waiting your turn at the University of Georgia. That's what I want to get into in this next segment. Um, We're going to talk about the tight end room in Georgia. And then I want to speak to all of you. Maybe you're a Georgia fan. Maybe you're an Alabama fan. Maybe your name is Scully Reddy, and you're a robot programmed by the University of Georgia fans to be a mockery (laughs) of everything that's dumb about Florida fans. Um, whoever you are, I would like to speak to you about offensive football and, um, why you can take the most popular narrative about the university of Georgia right now, and you can can put it it right out the brownstone window. Okay. You just take it right out the brownstone window. Um, That's where trash uh, goes when you're in a brownstone. It's just easier to put it out that brownstone. It's easier to just go right up and out the chute with it. If if you are trying to dispose of it. Yeah. Um, let's talk about that stuff, um, all when we come back, but first, um, Clint, tell the fine people about LinkedIn. They may have never heard of LinkedIn before. Look, if you haven't heard of LinkedIn before, let me tell you about LinkedIn because it's fantastic. Uh, As the sun comes out and small businesses are back in business, LinkedIn Jobs makes it easier to grow your team. LinkedIn Jobs helps you find the people you want to interview faster and for free. 
Uh, create a job post in minutes with LinkedIn Jobs to reach your network and beyond in the world's largest professional network of over 810 million people just shy of the amount of people that watched Lucas Oil Stadium erupt in celebration for the Bulldogs. It was it was around right around that point. Uh, then okay. add your job, purple hiring frame to your LinkedIn profile. Spread the word that you're hiring so your network can help you find the right people in which you can hire. Simple tools like screen questions make it easy to focus on candidates with just the right skill and experience. <laughs> LinkedIn Jobs helps you find the candidates you want to talk to. Did you know every week nearly 40 million job seekers visit LinkedIn? Post your job for free at linkedin.com slash college. That's linkedin.com slash college to post your job for free. Terms and conditions apply. You know, Clint, we have made fun of Tom Crean a lot on this podcast. Oh I'm going, I'm zagging goodness. when you think I'm going to zag. I mean, look, like Daniel, you did not expect this segment to start that way. I probably you know you what? That. In all honesty, I didn't expect it to start this way, but this is a point I have thought about asking you this question, this yep. phrase that many times okay. that I've, I have refused because Tom Crean is, is no longer at UGA, but Daniel, let's go there. Let's connect we're right, these dots. We're right on the same page. We've made fun of Tom Crean many times on this podcast, but Something Tom Crean knew yeah. is that no one is obligated to play a certain position on the team. There's no one policing that out no. there is what I'm trying no. to say. There is no. The referees are counting total players. They are counting how many players are lined up on the line of scrimmage and how many players are lined up in the backfield. These are things that the, they are looking to see if players are moving before the snap. These are things that are being policed by the officials. No one is out there counting how many tight ends are on the field at the same time on a football team. And so yep. for you to say that Georgia already has a lot of elite tight ends and therefore we don't need more elite tight ends that is just foolishness is all that is. It's stupid. Do y'all remember when Jordan Davis came on the field as a as a running back? No one said, excuse me, sir, you can't play that position. No one said that. They just said, go score a touchdown. Positionless players, Daniel. Do you Tom remember Green. when Darnell Washington split himself, split out way to the outside over in the X position or whatever, mm -hmm. I think is what it's called. And he, and he just over there running a go route down the sideline. But I thought Darnell Washington was the tight end. In line, Daniel. In line. I thought I thought only Jermaine Burton or other elite wideouts could play that position. Um, no, it turns out that if you're better than the other yep. team, if you have a mismatch, if you have an advantage strategically, then it makes sense strategically to use that advantage, wait for it, to your advantage. Is that these why they the call it the advantage, that, Daniel? These are the things that Todd Hartley and Todd Munkin, the brothers Todd, yes. have really grasped at the University of Georgia. There's a meeting of the Todds, and one Todd said to the other Todd, Todd, go get me all the good players. Yes. And I will take them, and guess what I'll do? I'll use all the good players. And this is what I think this is what's so startling to me about understanding how this game works. Again, positionless player, as Tom Crean has famously said, works on the football field because here's the point of 
again, offense. I'm, I'm going to try to simplify this as much as I possibly can. If you are bigger, faster, and stronger than the person across from you, you win. That that's Football gets boiled down to that, which is why our strength and conditioning, why our track speed, and why these guys out there. And if you have somebody that is 6'5", 235, and you're like, he can't, he has to play tight end. He has to play in line. We've, we've said many times, stop calling it a pro-style quarterback and stop calling it a mobile quarterback. There's no such thing anymore. There is a slow quarterback and fast quarterback, but there's no longer pro-style and mobile. That's, That's gone. Right. Okay. That is that left when NCAA football 2014. Yes, that's exactly right. Which, which it's coming back next year, Daniel. When it comes back, you're not going to see those designations on the, they'd be gone. It just says Um, quarterback. That's, it's the reason why, listen, Oscar Delp's going to play this year. Yes. On this football team, he's going to play and and not mop up time. Significant. I make no bones about it. He's going to get, First quarter snaps, second quarter snaps, third quarter snaps in meaningful SEC games. Yes. And not because of some injury. Because three tight ends is not too many tight ends. Heck, four tight ends is not too many tight because, ends. Because, Daniel, could you – now, really quick, to begin to your point that you were saying, we could have four position players who are designated tight end on the field at the same time. And could you foresee a formation in which not a single one of them has their hand on the ground? Because I can. I can virtually only foresee a formation where none of them have their hands on the ground because I mean, Darnell Washington is an elite physical blocker. He is, but all three of our tight ends that we have right now are all, I know we have more than three tight ends. And if you're a Brett Seeler fan, look, I, I, I'm not trying to dis, disparage or discredit anybody on the roster. No. We might nope. see some, we might see some from those guys um, this year, but if you're looking at Brock Darnell and Oscar Dell, all three of those guys are better with the ball in their hands than they are without the ball in their hands. Correct. And so guess what the point of Todd Munkin's offense is going to be? to get the ball in their hands. So oh. if you see a guy like Oscar Delp commit to the G and he's going to get his playing time, you see a guy like Brock Bowers commit to the G, even though Darnell Washington, five-star tight end already there. You see a guy like Eric Gilbert come back and commit to the G. All of a sudden he's in the, he's in the formation. Is he a wide out? Is he a tight end? It doesn't matter because he's better than the other people on the team. And so, if you're a guy like Landon Thomas and you look mm-hmm. at this Georgia offense, number one, Darnell Washington will be out of here. Eric Gilbert might be out of here after this year. We don't sure. know. I don't know. Brock Bowers, Oscar Delp will be back this year. But if you're Landon Thomas, you're not worried about any of that because there's room on this roster for you. There's not going to be a redshirt year. There's not going to be a mop-up duty. You're If you're good – you will be out there, and this kid's good. He's going to be out there, and he's going to be t- catching passes in this Todd Munkin offense. It's a no-brainer. Todd Hartley is an elite recruiter, but he has the easiest sell in the world, Clint. He really does. He's just, it, it's, it's a very easy he's, job. It's, it's super he's out there selling there. ice in the desert. He Come on, just, he got It's easy for him because all he has to do is turn on the tape and say, do you want to be like this guy? And do you, guess what? Do you want to force? 
do you want to force receivers to leave the team because you're balling out? How about that? In two years, Brock Bowers is going to be a top five pick in the NFL draft, and he's going to get uh, to go. How do you think Todd Hartley is going to recruit then? How do you think that's going to go? Y'all think no. y'all think when Kirby or Todd Hartley are at NFL draft, shaking hands with Brock Bowers on that stage with the logo, the shield up there, y'all, it no. T's and P's to you. It ain't going to be fair. Uh, We're going to come back after this, and we're going to talk about the offense and what a receiver is, Daniel. And we're going to try to define, again, simplify terms for people because it's very hard when you want to simplify terms. But first, Dan's going to let you know about Bet Online. Bet Online is your online sportsbook expert. They are the place that Clint and I trust because they are the official sportsbook partner of the Locked on Bulldogs podcast. They have every sport, every wager, every type that you could possibly imagine. BetOnline.net. It's a fast, easy, convenient website. Go there on your mobile device. Go there on your desktop device. Uh, make a deposit. Enter the promo code Locked On. When you enter the promo code Locked On, they give you a bonus on your initial deposit. It gives you free money with which to wager at BetOnline. You go and bet on Major League Baseball futures. You bet on Major League Baseball games. You bet on college football futures. You bet on NFL futures. Whatever it is that you're into, uh, go to Bet Online, make your deposit, enter the promo code Locked On for a bonus on that initial deposit, and wager with confidence. Bet Online is your online sportsbook experts. Daniel, let's talk about the definition of receiver because to your point last segment, people are going to get up in arms because we don't need any more tight ends. We got all them daggum tight ends. We don't need anything more. They're five stars. Mm. They're all world. They're top five picks, yada, yada, yada. And I want to just quickly dispel something because don't we need guys? We, we lost Burton after all. Don't oh my we gosh, Jermaine guys? Burton, we lost him. We lo- don't we need him back because he's the tone setter for the offense. Who else is going to play receiver? We're very thin at receiver. Now, again, we're I, very I, thin at receiver. Very easy. I, I, apparently, what has okay. been lost in translation in, in football are the actual rules. Okay. okay. So, so, so here's here's what happens when you have a line of scrimmage. You have five offensive linemen, and if they get covered up on the ends by two other people who are on the line of scrimmage, they the, they can't catch any passes. But outside of outside of those five who are covered up, the two you can catch passes if you're on the field. It's all five of the skill positions or the quarterback in a trick play scenario. Okay. They're now, all catching passes. they're all catching passes unless they're not covered up. And, and I trust Todd Munkin is not an idiot. He's not going to cover everybody up on the line of scrimmage and therefore only have one eligible receiver. You remember, when Florida, you remember when Florida got three illegal formations on punts in a row? In, in a row. <laughs> in, in a, a row. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Now, outside of that, again, since there's no rule that says if you are a tight end, you can only block or you can only catch or you can only do three routes. This isn't Iowa football. Iowa football, the tight end has three routes. Okay, mm-hmm. it's an option route. It's a three yard out, right. and it's a hook. That's it. Shout All out right. to our loyal third segment Iowa listeners, Iowa based third segment listeners. We know you're out there. Um, look, Daniel, they receive. Think, they can catch the ball. There it is. That's, Thank you. That's a that's re- the point. They can a catch receiver, the ball. A receiver is one who receives. Clint, I don't know. That's not just in football, by the way. I'm just teaching you a, a, a rudimentary English lesson. The definition point. of the word. A receiver is one who receives. Yes. So 
the, to say that Georgia needs to recruit elite receivers mm-hmm. is to get a little bit lost in the weeds. Yeah. Because, okay, number one, Georgia did recruit an elite receiver. His name's Nykar. Number two, Georgia just recruited another elite receiver. His name's Landon Thomas. Yep. Okay. Last year, Georgia recruited another elite receiver. His name was Oscar Dell. I'm not saying he's the only one. There were some pretty good receivers, I think, in that class as well. His name was Oscar Delt, though. Elite receiver, period. The year before that, Georgia recruited two elite receivers. One of them was Brock Bowers, the best receiver of footballs in college football last year. Yep. Number two was Eric Gilbert, who didn't even play a snap for Georgia last year when they won the national championship. But he committed to the G, and guess what he is? He is an elite receiver, Clint. So yep. there's this there's this feeling among Georgia fans yes. that to beat Alabama, you have to become a better Alabama. And Even obviously, and obviously Kirby Smart is cut from the same cloth as Nick Saban. We have no problem saying that on this podcast. He nope. studied under Nick Saban. Nick Saban's the greatest college football coach of all time. We've said that many times. We will continue to say it. Um, he had a great career as a college football coach. So shout out to Nick Saban on the great career that he had. 100%. So, congratulations, sir. Congratulations to him. I hope retri- retirement treats him well. Yes. So Nick Saban is the greatest of all time. Kirby studied under him. Obviously, there's a lot of things that the Georgia program does that emulates what – Kirby Smart learned at Alabama. But Georgia fans see that, and they see Alabama, particularly Alabama's offense, the last several years. They see this quarterback after that quarterback. They see this receiver after that receiver. They see schools like Ohio State that have, you know, talented wide receiver on top of wide receiver on top of wide receiver. They see schools like Clemson that have Justin Ross and T. Higgins and all these talented wide receivers coming through the program elite quarterbacks and talented wide receivers, elite quarterbacks and talented wide receivers. And Georgia fans have kind of gotten into this mindset that that's the only way to win at football. And it's been perpetuated by a bunch of people who have said, just look at history. That's the only way to win at football until last year. Mm -hmm. When we won at football convincingly, Yes. Without any of those things. Hold on, Daniel. Let me, let me, I, I think I hear the mold being broken by Kirby. Yeah, so, so listen, Georgia fans, just, just catch up to now. Okay. Let's catch up to the rhetoric of sometimes on social media, it can be hard to like, what are we all upset about today? Because we have to be outraged about something. And so I just need every, I need somebody to tell me what I'm supposed to be outraged about today. Sometimes it can take a while to catch up. Let's all just take a moment and catch up to today. Okay. Today is a day when, to your point from earlier, what you need to do in college football is score points and beat the opponent. You can do that mm-hmm. with mismatches on offense at any position including tight end, for example, including big, physical, fast pass catchers. Let's just talk about some of the things that wide receivers, elite wide receivers do for a football team. Okay. 
on third and long, you're not going to hand the ball off to your very, very talented back. Even if you have Adrian Peterson back there in the backfield, even if you have Nick Chubb back there in the backfield, unless yeah, you're, no, I my, think, unless I you're think Mike every, Bobo. I thank you. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Unless you are coach Bobo, you're not just going to hand the ball off on third and long. Okay. No. It, if you're, if you're trying to make, so if you have elite wide receivers, Clint, then you have a chance to convert third and long situations. Let me just ask you a simple question. Can you convert third and long situations with Eric Gilbert, Brock Bowers, Darnell Washington, Oscar Delp, and Landon Thomas? That seems like a recipe for success, Daniel. Interesting. Now, another thing you like to do on offense is you like to make first downs and control the ball. You like to move the ball Mm. down the field. Matriculate, if you will. Can you do you can do that with elite wide receivers, Clint? We've seen it time and time again. Ohio State, look at Ohio State's off, one of the best offenses in college football the last few years. We've seen them do it. Can you do it with elite tight ends, Clint? Daniel, I got a I got a quick question. The last 10 years in the NFL, do you know who leads the league in touchdowns? Last hmm. 10 years in the NFL. <clears throat> Who's that? Rob Gronkowski led oh. the NFL for a decade. He's a tight end. But did they use him as one? Yeah, they did. But then he he was just everywhere on the field and just scored touchdowns. That's what UGA has times five. Last thing that you can do if you have elite wide receivers, Clint, is you can break off explosive plays. Clint, you can just pitch it down the field and you can go over the top and you cannot have a 10-play drive. Clint, you can have a one-play drive and you can just right over the top. Now, we've seen – Elite wide receivers like Justin Ross, mm. right? We've seen mm-hmm. them like Mechie, like, you know, like all these great elite talented wide receivers. We've seen them take over these games, have these big explosive game-changing plays. You can't do that with tight ends, can you, Clint? Can you do that with tight uh, ends? Did you watch last year Brock Bowers get into a seventh gear? Didn't know there was a seventh gear and blow past everybody to score on his own? I did. The answer is you can't do that with most tight ends. Yes. Clint. But you can do it with some. You can do that with some of the tight ends. And, and we, we have, have all, all the sums. <laughs> we have all them sums. All them sums play for our team. Okay. Georgia, Georgia fans, just, just focus on what we're trying to tell you here. Georgia's offense is in good shape. Yes. Do we want more talented receivers? Whether they weigh 160 pounds or 240 pounds. Yes, we do. We want some talented receivers of the football. But don't get caught up in thinking that you have to be Ohio State. You have to be Alabama in order to win. Just go back and cut the tape on. You might not have been there on January the 10th, but I was. Mm -hmm. And you don't have to be that. You don't have to be that. Alabama's five-star wide receiver backups that they did put in the game, they Mm. did have five-star wide receivers on the field. They didn't do crap against Georgia. But Georgia's tight ends, they did all right. They did all right against Alabama. Listen, you can do it the way Georgia's doing it. Todd Monken's got a plan. Todd Hartley's the best recruiter in college football right now. And – um. You're welcome. I don't know. I don't know what to say. This is it. This is the reality of things. This is. This has been Locked On Bulldogs, part of Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. We will see you guys later.
See ya.